the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew with Washington. President Trump and the French President Emmanuel Macron had a private lunch before the start of the Group of Seven summit in France today. The President spoke with reporters before taking off for the summit yesterday and said Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell should be doing more to spur on the U.S. economy. No, I'm not happy with Jay Powell. I don't think he's doing a good job at all. I don't think he's much of a chess player, but I've got him, so, you know, that's what I have. That's what I have. What can I tell you? He's not much of a chess player. He also spoke to reporters about a comment he made earlier in the week calling himself the chosen one to deal with China. You know exactly what I meant. It was sarcasm. It was joking. We were all smiling. And a question like that is just fake news. You're just a faker. Meanwhile, at the G7 summit, Emmanuel Macron says he's launching an appeal to all world powers to help Brazil and other South American countries fight the fires. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Common Ground Broadcasting Radio Stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC. From time to time, Salem TC will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents, and winner is responsible for any and all taxes. For a list of full contest rules, see this station's website for details. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio, just past 1 o'clock, which means one thing. It's time to make talk radio great again. It's your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg, coming up next. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. For the rest of the day, partly sunny, high of 77. Tonight, partly cloudy and a low of 59. Mitch Berg, coming up next, right here on The Patriot. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. It's the second to the actually, it is the last, actually, second to the last Saturday in August. And I can't help but feel that something's missing. Something intangible, something loud and repetitive. What could it be? The the sound of yes, the sound of dozens of children pounding on carpentry projects in the background, the sound of drunk people staggering down the street, the sound of people scalding their throats on overly hot cheese curds, the sounds of ambulances going by on their way to pick up people who whose cholesterol clogged arteries finally gave up the ghost somewhere in the middle of the midway. 
the the things the the the, the sound of a band marching by, the sound of of motorcycles at the motorcycle uh, booth next door, revving up in the background, all the sounds and smells and feels and noises and sensations that accompanied the previous 15 years of this broadcast on those last two Saturdays of summer are missing. Uh, I'm Mitch Berg, by the way, uh, the author of ShotInTheDark.info, and for the first Saturday in 16 years, I'm not broadcasting live from the Minnesota State Fair. It's it's a long story. It's okay. It's just the way the business worked out this time. I don't think you'll find most of your talk stations broadcasting from the fair this year. I think it's just sort of uh, not been a great. I, I'm not. I can't go on. I I can't. Couldn't even comment on all the reasons. But we are here. We're live in the bunker. And I, and I got to say, on the one hand. I will miss this year anyway. Who knows? We may be back there next year. We may discover that uh, we can't do without the fair. Who knows? But for right now, uh, the things there's a few things I miss about it, honestly. I mean, most of all, miss uh, being out there in front of uh, all of you uh, who stopped by the fair over the years. Always great to see uh, every last one of you that came out to the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. It was... Uh, it was always an amazing time meeting those of you in the audience who came out there. And a lot of you did over the years. I mean, a lot of people, I can only associate names to faces uh, via having met you at the Minnesota State Fair over the years, as well as, of course, regular station events, of which more in a moment here. Uh, there were so many other things I enjoyed about doing this. I mean, interviewing guests in front of a crowd was always a blast. I mean, you get these spontaneous moments when you're working a crowd, when you're getting interview questions from audience members live on a microphone, when you're getting uh, when when you when you're getting that sort of interaction that you only get with people live and face to face, I miss that. I really do. The other thing I miss, and I'll say this just as a matter of pure self interest, one of the most glorious things about being doing a live broadcast at the Minnesota State Fair, and this was a factor throughout the entire 15 years for various reasons was the idea that you had somewhere on that huge, inevitably sweltering, inevitably slow foot slogging uh, route that you took through the fair. There was always beginning, middle and end of the, of, of your route through the fairgrounds, an air conditioned room with a fridge full of cold water waiting for you uh, at the Minnesota state fairgrounds after a, a day of plodding through the midway and through all the other parts of the Minnesota state fair, which always, always are about as crowded as a, as a, as a Calcutta marketplace and always blazingly hot, always tropically humid for some reason. Don't know why it is, but somehow the Minnesota state fair always managed to being out in that crowd always added 10 degrees to the temperature and 20 points to the humidity. Maybe it's all that sweat. Maybe it's the scent of all that fried food on a stick. Don't know what it was, but it was always my, my eternal memories of the Minnesota State Fair. Wherever I am, whatever I was doing, whoever I was with, was that it was extremely hot. It's extremely sweaty. It's extremely humid. And having a booth, a room with a door on it to get away from the heat the humidity and the crowds who, by the way, as uh, Michael Nelson of Mystery Science Theater fame uh, pointed out during our first year at the Minnesota State Fair, it's very true. There are two speeds at which people walk at the Minnesota State Fair. Slower than me, 
and much slower than me. I mean, I'm a fast walker either way. Uh, so everyone is much slower than me out there. The crowds are walk. I mean, it's fun in its own way, but it takes all of the extrovert out of me. Trust me to get through a day at the fair, uh, which I'll be doing at some point in the coming week. Don't get me wrong. I I wouldn't want to go without a trip to the fair. I'll be there. I just won't be broadcasting and I will miss sitting out there on the deck with a cigar, uh, taking questions from the audience, uh, fielding, uh, fielding questions, impromptu and otherwise from uh, from people in the crowd and doing all the other fun stuff like interviewing princess k talking with uh, politicians that stopped by uh getting caught up on every single president uh political race in the state on a good year uh, for example all the even numbered years you're basically never had to plan a show because you had this steady stream of candidates coming by you were lucky to get one segment from monologue before you had to start talking with uh, congressional candidates mayor candidates senate candidates it was always fun that's one of the things you go into talk radio for and unlike a lot of people in radio i always enjoyed being out in front of a crowd it surprises a lot of people by the way to find out that mm, probably a majority of radio personalities People who go on a microphone every day in front of thousands of people uh, for a living, or in my case, the fun of it. Uh, these people are almost in I, I probably probably th- three quarters to f- f- uh, three, 75, 80 percent of the time. I just take, take a wild guess here, but I would say 75 to 90 percent of radio people are crushingly introverted. They hate leaving the studio. The nice controlled environment that you get when you're in a studio. Uh, I remember producing talk shows for people back in the day, back in the 1980s, early 90s, and and just the the pain that was involved in getting these people to leave the studio and the the groaning and the caterwauling. I thought, how can you people not enjoy being out in a crowd? Well, I get it now. I mean, radio people are introverts. A lot of them. Not me. Not Brad Carlson. Not King Banyan. Uh, to to a great extent, so it's uh, it's it's it, it's it's kind of counterintuitive. But a lot of radio people are inter- are introverts, not me. Although, let's be honest, a day at the Minnesota State Fair will grind that right out of just about anyone. The extroversion kind of uh, the whole being an extrovert thing kind of fades after a couple of days of walking around among one hundred twenty thousand people, jammed to enough into enough space to hold. 25,000 people comfortably. Anyway, so we're out there this year. Um, and in a sense, it's a shame because during the fair, the news always seems to be out there. We're out there during a lot of big stories, most notably probably, what, four or five years ago during the Black Lives Matter protests at the fair when BLM tried to crash the gates. I, I was able to cover that story from beginning to end because their assembly ground was four blocks from my house down in the midway. And I actually spent a chunk of the morning observing the, well, largely white upper middle class liberal crowd gathering at the Hamlin Park before they marched up, uh, basically blocking Snelling on the busiest day of the year for five hours and then tried to crash the uh, gates at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. I actually had a great time interviewing another young fella from Black Lives Matter. It had a very interesting, enlightening uh, discussion with him. He was not one of the ones who was uh, blocking Snelling Avenue and uh, engaging the anti-police chants. In fact, I think you could find that there was a lot of disagreement in their ranks about that entire subject as well. 
We were around for that story. There are a number of other stories that broke at the Minnesota State Fair. One of the ones we missed this year, and it's perhaps, uh, well, I, I regret the fact that we weren't there for this story, was the uh, apparently, well, I'll just go to uh, Channel 5 News. A volunteer at the GOP booth at the Minnesota State Fair was sexually assaulted Friday night. According to a Minnesota State Fair police spokesperson, a 40-year-old woman filed a police report stating she was volunteering in the GOP booth when a woman approached her and groped her private parts twice. The incident happened just before 9 p.m. Police are reviewing possible camera footage in the booth and are asking any witnesses to come forward. Anyone who knows anything about the incident can call 651 288 Four five hundred. There is no other information available at this time. We are hoping to get uh, somebody from the Minnesota GOP on the show here to talk about this episode. Uh, Chairwoman Carnahan did, in fact, uh, post a uh, press uh, po- post a uh, press uh, release about this event this morning, uh, and it was an internal party communication. But uh, basically, it's. Uh, it, it, it's a rather, it's, it's, I don't know, so scary. I mean, it's, it's nothing I didn't expect over the course of years. There's a certain current, and, and I'm going to say on the left, of course there are people on the right who do ugly, stupid things. It's uh, human nature uh, is not limited to, uh, I should say the ugly side of human nature is, is not a partisan thing. But there's a sense of entitlement among many in the Twin Cities left that allows them to think they can get away with this sort of stuff. I mean, I will not say that I haven't been predicting this sort of thing for quite some time now. I, I, I remember when we had our booth across from the DFL booth up on Dan Patch Avenue inside the front gate of the Minnesota State Fair, the DFL was right across from us. And you could never get them to engage with you. I mean, people coming from the DFL booth uh, would occasionally yell things up as, or, or give me a one-fingered gesture if you catch my drift, to which I'd always respond, yep, we are number one, which wasn't what they meant, but I didn't care. I had just seized control of the conversation, uh, or actually had made it a conversation and, and thereby won. Uh, they ran away in a huff. Sometimes they would yell curses at us. Uh, we didn't care. We controlled the microphones, uh, so it doesn't matter. Every once in a while, one of them would uh, saunter into the middle of our viewing area in front of the, the, the stage at, the, at, the, at our old booth up on Dan Patch and start yelling something. And usually when you're sitting in headphones, you can't really tell what they're yelling, but one woman bellowed, single payer now, a couple times. And I went racing down from the stage with a mobile microphone because I wanted to engage with one of these people. And for some reason, they didn't want to engage. They scampered away faster than a scared rabbit. And I want to talk about this and what it means for political discourse in Minnesota today as we wait for Jason Lewis to join us shortly here. 651-289-4488, Northern Alliance Radio Network. We can't take-
take every last willing worker in the world who wants to work here for a dollar an hour. We have to have limits. It's a night of no-holds-barred commentary with conservative spitfire Michelle Malkin. And that just tells you how twisted the priorities of Capitol Hill are, that they think it is more important to protect 700,000 illegal aliens in this country rather than get rid of these stupid programs that are endangering American lives. Be a part of this exercise in free speech. Tuesday, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Tickets start at just $12.80. There's also a limited number of elite VIP upgrades that will put you in the front row with a copy of Michelle's brand new book, Open Borders, Inc. Did we mention that VIPs also get meet and greet access? AM 1280, The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin. Reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They they may even stay for a year or so, and then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best $19.95 you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, don't forget an evening with Michelle Malkin coming up uh, Tuesday, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Yeah, Ed Morris will be there talking about the border, the chaos on the left, how it will affect the elections. Tickets start at 1280. We still have some VIP upgrades available. Don't compare it to any other event. This is great. This is going to be Michelle Malkin. Front row seating still available, plus meet and greet passes. By the way, you can get copies of Michelle's book, Open Borders, Inc., Who Profits from Open Borders. Join us, all of us, there. Yeah, yeah. 651-289-4488. 
I'm not going to say that I didn't see this coming, uh, this sort of thing coming, although this is more egregious in some ways than I had feared. Now, let's let's go back in time. Before the time of the Northern Alliance, back during the 2002 election, there was a uh, a host here on AM 12, a national host, Michael Savage, who this is back before there were any local hosts here on AM 12, at least any local political hosts on AM 12, the Patriot. And the Patriot booth back in the 2000 State Fair drew picketers. Maybe it's 2003. I think it was 2002. Anyway, they drew picketers, uh, people who uh, with signs cleverly calling us the hate riot. I don't get it. Uh, oh, Hatriot. Oh, they thought they were being clever, I guess. Anyway, that was a few generations of GF, uh, of uh, DFL hamsters ago. Now, years later, uh, we, of course, wound up in about 2006, 2007, across the street from the DFL booth. And again, as I said, they would never engage us directly. But uh, there was some troubling behavior then as well. There was one uh, fellow who... Uh, was kind of a stalker for, I'm not going to name names, but he's someone whose behavior towards uh, some of us on the Northern Alliance was so suspiciously stalkery that he felt that when my garage burned down in 2009, he felt the need, by the way, it was a fire that was uh, chalked up to complete accidental causes. Uh, not, not my accident here, by the way, but uh, this person, well, his behavior was so stalker. I, let me let me point out. Back during the 2007, 2008, and 2009 Minnesota State Fairs, he would sit on the audience and draw these incredibly grotesque caricatures. He, he sees himself as a bit of an artist. He's not. He's, he's kind of a hack uh, and a coward. But he would sit in the audience and draw these really disgusting caricatures of people who were on the air at the station and post them at the DFL booth. And... That was as close as you'd ever come to engaging uh, anybody face to face. He so much of a stalker was this <clears throat> person that he felt the need when my garage burned down to issue a statement on his blog saying unequivocally, unequivocally rather, that he had not burned down my garage. Which I don't know about you, but I think is a sign that perhaps even he realized his stalking was getting so over the top that suspicion would inevitably turn to him if something happened to me he sort of slowly disengaged over the next next couple of years uh, not that he ever had the guts to face me uh, on an even face to face in any way anyway none of them ever do uh but there's this sort of sense of cowardly entitlement on the part of the left that you see in these sorts of situations we saw it uh we saw it a couple of years ago, actually, uh, in 2017 at the Mar- uh, March for Trump event at the Minnesota State Capitol. Actually, it was the June after that when our friend, uh, well, <laughs> when a bunch of, quote, anti-fa thugs crashed a GOP rally, injured a bunch of people, uh, violently attacking a peaceful uh, Republican rally, scampered away under cover of a DFL-dominated uh, legal system in, in Ramsey County. Uh, we saw the same thing in, I believe it was June of that same year, when our friend Priya Samsundar was reporting from a, quote, anti-end-quote-fa rally and had five or six strapping young uh, fops, uh, upper-middle-class lefties, uh, basically threatening her uh, with, with great violence, 
at, at and and demolishing her, trying to demolish her camera as she filmed their little disportations at the Minnesota State Capitol or the the Supreme Court building, wherever it was. Anyway, five five twenty something guys on one five foot five inch woman. This is kind of how they roll. It's true. Fair fights are for suckers, but five guys on one girl. That's just, well, that's just typical. This is also the same party that gave us the glitter bombers. Uh, the guy who, the same guy, by the way, who uh, walked up and dumped a sack of nickels on Tom Emmer when he was doing a campaign event, was one of the same people who would walk up to Republican candidates and office holders and throw glitter over them. Something I used to wish they would do at the Minnesota State Fair, because I was waiting there several years with something to respond with, usually a super soaker, a squirt gun of some kind. Uh, somebody walking up to me with a with a uh, with a handful of glitter was going to get a, a nice, cool welcome from me back in the day. Uh, I almost wish they'd have taken a run at it, but no. They, being fundamentally cowards, uh, that's the way they work. They only go after the people who, for whatever reason, can't give worse than they get or aren't able to give worse than they get. This seems to be what's happened. Uh, Channel 5 gave part of the story here, apparently. A volunteer at the GOP GOP booth at the fair was sexually assaulted last night. Again, according to the Minnesota State Fair Police, the woman uh, complained that she, as a volunteer at the booth, uh, a woman approached her and groped her private parts a couple of times. This is nothing new to these scum, by the way. I I was I hosted a counter protest in two thousand five uh at an anti war rally out on Lake and Lindale and one of there were fifteen of us against three thousand of them. So it was a at least intellectually a fair fight. Maybe we had a small advantage. We could have probably left two or three home uh and it still would have been intellectually a fair fight. One of the uh protesters against whom we were protesting was this probably 60 something guy with um a couple of yellowy teeth uh those were only notable for the fact they were the only teeth he had i I think he was missing probably about half his teeth uh and he's a kind of a creepy little guy long he looked like a superannuated hippie he got into a uh arguing he couldn't win with uh, one of our volunteers and after he, just before he decided to walk away, he reached over and grabbed this person, as they are, people are wont to say, <clears throat> in the junk, and ran away into the crowd because he's a gutless little coward. And, of course, what is the victim supposed to do? We are literally outnumbered 200 to 1. 3,000 of them, 15 of us. Discretion sometimes the better part of valor. Well... Here's the situation at the Minnesota State Fair. By the way, Jennifer Carnahan sent out a press release this morning. Uh, It's with great sadness and disappointment uh, we notify you all that at the fair Friday night last night, one of our volunteers was sexually assaulted by Democrats who felt emboldened enough to conduct such an egregious act. Hey, how do you know they were Democrats? Oh, I have a hunch they know they were Democrats. Uh, Jennifer Carnahan, it's very much in her interest to get the facts right, by the way. She's got a background in journalism. I think she she calls them Democrats. They were Democrats. I, we're hoping for a source from the Republican Party to come on the air with us sometime today to elaborate on this episode. 
Quote uh, from the press release, in addition, as two of our staffers and I, Jennifer Carnahan, were closing up the booth, all of whom, by the way, were young women, uh, they were harassed and faced inappropriate behavior from more Democrats. State Fair is supposed to be a place where we can all come together as Minnesotans to enjoy great food, entertainment, fun, and celebrate the waning days of summer. It's sad that the left has become so out of control, but moreover, it's kind of scary. Safety and security comes first for all of our volunteers at the staff. Please know that uh, appropriate measures have been taken to ensure the booth is uh, a positive, safe, and secure experience for the remainder of the fair. If you're volunteering for an upcoming shift, we look forward to you and uh, appreciate your efforts. And she concludes by saying the Democrats are angry and mad because they know they are losing with each passing day. The Republican Party of Minnesota booth has been the busiest non-food booth at the fair. We have smashed sales records with our Republican and Trump merchandise. And the number of supporters we have uh, seen from around our great state is through the roof. I kind of wish we were at the fair this year. I mean, if they are going this crazy who knows one of them might have tried to engage with us at the patriot booth oh that would have been fun you you, this is however exactly typical uh, against people who they know are able to respond it'll uh, physically in kind they're scared little rabbits who scamper away against women who are busy trying to do their job, well, suddenly they grow horns and ambition. Just further proof, folks, that the reason that Big Left is focusing on, quote, white supremacist, end quote, violence, end quote, is further example of Berg's seventh law in action. They're doing it to draw attention away from the depravity, not of every Democrat, not even of every progressive, but of the depraved people who seem to be drawn to that point of view. More when we come back, Jason Lewis should be joining us shortly, running for United States Senate. Stick around. AM 1280, The Patriot, The Narn. I'm Jan Markill, helping you understand the times. Democrats have decided to demonize and just altogether write off a huge swath of the population as just a bunch of yahoos and racists. This is a campaign of intimidation, and I'm telling you, it's going to end up getting more people hurt. So now every conservative, patriot, Christian, and flag-loving American is a racist, according to the progressive left. Well, I'm all of those things, and I promise I'm not a racist. The left is now branding half the population as racist and making them targets, and such accusations and slander will only result in more people getting hurt. Haven't we had enough bloodshed? Is this rhetoric just to denigrate people who love their country and president? The insanity must end and the incitement must stop. Innocent lives are at stake. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple. 
and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. Special guest this week on the Victory Hour will be Minnesota House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler. Andrew and Democratic Leader Winkler will debate how to best tackle key issues facing Minnesota and provide early prognostications for the 2020 elections. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home, and give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. Should you care to join me? And with a little luck, our next guest, who is still apparently out rising that uh, blazing saddle out there somewhere, we're expecting. Jason Lewis to join us shortly here. Jason Lewis, of course, long known to uh, fans of Twin Cities Radio as Mr. Wright on the Evil Talk Empire and then on the Boutique Talk Station after that, uh, having a career in conservative talk radio in the Twin Cities longer than mine, potentially, but not in one continuous swoop. <laughs> I think I've actually been on the air. I think, believe this broadcast, I just say the Narn has been on the air longer than either edition of Jason Lewis's show. But of course, Jason Lewis has got me in terms of overall years. And of course, to say nothing of uh, actually earning money. Anyway, we uh, will be looking for Jason Lewis to join us here shortly, presumably live for the Minnesota State Fair, where I believe it was Thursday. He uh, announced his candidacy for the Minnesota, uh, excuse me, the Minnesota seat in the United States Senate held by Tina Smith, who uh, inherited the seat from Al Franken, who basically stole the seat from Norm Coleman uh, 12 years ago. So we'll be waiting to talk with Jason. By the way, don't forget, you can register today for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Big Daddy Weave live in Denver on November 21st. We'll be covering hotel, airfare, and, of course, the concert tickets for you and a friend. You can hear all your favorites, like my story, The Lion and the Lamb, uh, love come to life and overwhelmed. By the way, this is uh, music from our sister uh, operation, The Fish, our internet Christian music station. Anyway, join the Freedom Fan Club, uh, supported by Lucky's Stations, the gas station you 
should be attending to. I'm sorry, did I say gas station? No, there's a whole bunch of lucky stations out there, and you should be patronizing them. Period, end of sentence. Get on out there. Anyway, the number 651-289-4488. In other news, while we wait for Jason Lewis to get back to us here with uh, any luck at all, there's some big news. If there's a story that we have been hammering on for the past couple of years now, it's the fact that my city, St. Paul, Minnesota, has basically gone Tony Soprano on trash collection. Now, this has been a fad among Minnesota metro area cities for quite some time now. Cities, uh, through various means, uh, suborning the trash collection process uh, to one government-controlled process or another. Now, it's not news in a lot of places. I mean, Minneapolis has had municipal trash for quite some time. Other cities, like Maplewood, uh, basically handle all trash collection with a single city-negotiated contract with a single trash hauler that hauls all the trash for that city. And that's... Uh, that, that, that's all. That, that's fine and dandy. That's the way it is. That's the, each individual city's voters' uh, prerogative if they have the chance to make that decision. What happened in St. Paul, of course, was and Bloomington before it, was something else altogether. The city of St. Paul decided that it would prefer to just have one trash hauler system. And when we say just one, we mean one system that was sort of a Frankenstein system that combined the worst of all, uh, worst of all, uh, the current systems. Now, let's be perfectly honest about the way this decision was made. You, because th- there's something about this story that kind of illuminates the dangers of single party government in both cities. Both uh, cities' trash collection systems are uh, reflected reflect their uh, the, the political background that led to them. And we will uh, we will talk more about that in just a moment here because it's my pleasure to welcome to the broadcast Minnesota's longtime Mister Wright and hopefully with any luck and God in the tailwind on our side the next senator from uh, Minnesota Jason Lewis Jason welcome back to the broadcast here today. Oh uh, hey Mitch how are you Great to be back Always nice to talk with you. Uh, likewise Jason So first of all congratulations on making the big announcement uh, Couldn't be happier to see this uh, Tina Smith uh, needs to go So tell us Jason what I mean I'll tell you something to that regard real quick Yes uh, Far be it from me a former talk show host to interrupt anybody Far yeah. be it Yes <laughs> Yeah far be it uh, I am I am sensing in the last forty eight hours. A sort of groundswell and excitement and energy, and I'll be perfectly honest with you, that I have not witnessed in the last few elections I've participated in on our side. Um, I'm hoping we tapped into something big, um, but I'm just telling you anecdotally that the reaction has been, quite frankly, very, very pleasing and very, very encouraging. I think people on our side are hungry. I think you're right, and I think you're seeing sort of a countervailing uh, anger and, and petulance on the other side. I'm, I'm sure you've heard about the, the story that happened last night at the Minnesota GOP booth. I mean, so, some people got, let's just say way, way, way out of line in a, in a criminal way. And that's, that's something that I, as, as, as cranky and awful as some of the other side can get in public, this is a level that I haven't seen people go to yet, uh, in dealing with, well, with GOP volunteers. One thing more dis- 
Yeah, and there's only one thing more disturbing than the vandalism, the resistance. You know, first they came after Trump, then they came after the Republican town halls, then they came after anybody with whom they disagree with, then they embraced Antifa. Now they're, they came after the former um, uh, majority leader or majority whip, Steve Scalise, now the minority whip. Um, it is out of control, but the only thing more disturbing than that is their their partisan sympathizers in the press refusing to condemn it. Yes. That's what encourages this nonsense and this dangerous uh, rhetoric and action. And it is incumbent upon every member of the Minnesota media, every member of the national media, every right-thinking person to finally do their duty, their moral obligation, and put this stuff uh, in the proper perspective, and this, so far they refused to do it. Absolutely, I mean the, the, the things that got left out of the story from last night at the fair were absolutely a, a travesty, and 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 pretty much proved that, that that the media in the Twin Cities are basically DFLers with bylines. So nothing that you and I don't, both don't know from being in this game as long as we have Jason. So back to 2020 here, Jason Lewis. First of all, a lot of people were expecting a rematch between you and Angie Craig. You 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 moved up uh, going after tina smith what prompted the decision to go for senate well mitch i tell you um if you take a look at where we are precariously in this country for the first time in my adult lifetime you have people openly advocating a move towards the venezuelan socialism you have people uh, abolishing ice uh, banning air travel banning private health insurance you have $93 trillion Green New Deals that would put the Iron Range out of work once and for all. You have the most radical vision uh, I have not seen since the 1960s, but I will tell you the difference in the 60s is you still had a few grown-ups in the Democratic Party. Yeah. Today they are gone. And so where is the last firewall for freedom? Where is the last place that we can literally stand between the resistance and the Constitution, and that's the United States Senate. I came to that conclusion a while ago, that it's where I could have the most impact, but it is the last firewall. We don't take back the House. The Senate is the only thing that stands in the way of this anarchy. And so that's why I made that decision. Uh, and a great decision it was, Jason. I, I can hardly wait to, to, to do whatever it takes to make this happen. Uh, you know, what I said on, on uh, the last election night, the, the, the midterms that saw you uh, um, and many other good Republicans uh, ushered out of the House uh, for a while at least, is that yeah. uh, be of good uh, cheer, conservatives, because the Democrats will go full-blown crazy on their overreach. When they get power, it's like kids around sugar. They can't, re- they can't help themselves. They get around power, the overreach will necessarily follow. Uh, J- Jason, you've, you've kind of described it partly already, but I mean, can you see examples out on the campaign trail of where Democrat overreach uh, may be helping us? Well, sure it is. I mean, as the <laughs> urban core gets ever so radical, with Ilan Omar and AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Representative Presley, the squad, uh, rural America, suburban America is becoming far more red. There is that sort of countervailing or counterweight to this radicalism, and that's why Trump was able to win Pennsylvania and then Michigan, Ohio, and then Wisconsin, and Minnesota's next on the, on, on the list. Um, look, in 2018, we could only tell people what we knew would happen, but they couldn't see it. Yep. It wasn't there. In 2018, you didn't have the squad. They weren't there yet. We knew what would happen, to your point. But now they are palpable. They are there. Trump was on the ballot for the Democrats in 2018. He wasn't on the ballot for our side. That is flipped now. 
And that's why I think 2020 is going to be far different than 2018. Now, we've had a lot of good Republican candidates go out uh, there looking for, for, for some traction running for Senate. Uh, of course, you have a naturally high uh, recognition, uh, both from your media career and your, in your time in Washington. You have some advantages on your side previous Republicans haven't had. On the other hand, you're going up against the three big Democrat constitu- uh, constituencies, duplicate Americans, fictional Americans, and deceased Americans, which are a, a big problem <laughs> in the urban core. Uh, what is the path to victory for Jason Lewis? Well, I, I do. We do have some some uh, relatively high name ID throughout Minnesota, and that will certainly help. Um, there certainly is a backlash um, from the resistance and the nonsense of the indivisible crowd. But I think more and more people are starting to realize that um, the silent majority holds the key. I mean, going back to that Nixonian phrase, there are people that don't trash boots. They don't call other people names. They basically aren't ill-mannered, but they vote. Yep. They may not be loud, but they're there, and they're going to come out in 2020. And I'll say one other thing about 18. Oh, it was a blue wave, the worst since Watergate. That is true, but I was the last guy standing in the metro area for a reason. The reason is I didn't abandon our president, and I don't intend to do that in 2020. And that, when, when the, the Trump greater Minnesota forces take hold, especially in the 8th District, which traditionally has been on the other side, some, some uh, pretty interesting results. Uh, especially if the rumors of Colin Peterson finally calling it quits uh, ever come to pass. I mean, you're going to see another quarter of the state go Republican and stay that way forever more. Uh, well, Colin is going to have the, the challenge of his lifetime if he doesn't, with, uh, if Michelle Fischbach is... Uh, uh, is the candidate. Um, I, I like Dave Hughes, don't get me wrong, but Michelle's got a very strong name ID. So uh, we, we'll see what happens out there. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Uh, Jason Lewis, obviously, I think we, I, we got you for one segment here. How can people find more uh, more about you uh, and about your campaign and, and hopefully uh, get signed up to help out? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Pardon me. Absolutely. Go to Lewis4MN. That's L-E-W-I-S-F-O-R- MN. Uh, go there today. Obviously, we need to get off and do a good start donation-wise, so help out where you can. But this is going to be a massive organizing effort throughout throughout Minnesota. So spread the word. Keep this excitement going. And you know what? Uh, as Thomas Jefferson once said, uh, you've got a civic duty to do something when your country is in danger, and we are going to save our country from danger. The call has gone out. Jason Lewis, it's always a little more than a pleasure. It's also a challenge trying to keep control of a broadcast against, with, with, <laughs> with a talk show, talk show host on yeah, the other right. end of the line. Thank you very much, Jason. We've got to get you on the show here to talk at a little greater length uh, next time around here. Uh, but thanks for coming on with us today on Short Notice. Uh, you bet, anytime, Mitch. Jason Lewis running for United States Senate. Uh, we'll be uh, posting the link at shotinthedark.info here shortly, so, uh, so go nowhere. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. The fun is just beginning. Words and words. AM 1280, The Patriot. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. 
Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-458-7294. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-458-7294. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-458-7294. 1-800-458-7294. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. Call 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack, oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs, too. It's a very AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight, the number to call. Join us, would you please? It just figures. Uh, the Northern Alliance takes a year off from the Minnesota State Fair and all break all hell breaks loose. Actually, uh, I don't mean to make even a little bit of light of this. With us to talk about last night's episode at the Minnesota State Fair GOP booth, uh, State Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan joins us. Uh, Chairman Carnahan, welcome to the Northern Alliance. Uh, glad to have you here on such short notice today. Hi, Mitch. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, now, I know there's an ongoing, my pleasure, as always, it's an ongoing investigation with what happened last night. But what can you tell us about the episode that happened at the uh, around 9 o'clock last night at the Minnesota State Fair GOP booth? Yeah, um, due to the, the um, victim's confidentiality, I can't go into explicit details. But I can say what happened was politically charged and motivated. It was ugly. It was nasty. It was egregious. Uh, and it was direct sexual assault on one of our female volunteers. Now, I got to ask the question as a former reporter, I have to ask, can you say how you knew it was Democrats involved in that particular sexual assault? Well, when they're coming in the booth and yelling F Trump, F you, we hate Republicans, we're going to take over this country, we're going to win. I think that's pretty 
clear that it's a Democrat <laughs> in the booth. Just making sure we get the details down yeah. there, Chairman Carter-Hat. Uh, so after that, and that the, the fun wasn't even over after that, and fun, of course, no, with, with pure sarcasm. You had an episode yourself last night uh, at closing time. We did. You know, that we, we closed the booth at 9, so this happened to our female volunteer right around then. And then, you know, we were getting the people out of the booth, and then we started to close down. So that was probably around 9.15-ish. And as we were closing our front, kind of, we have like a garage door that we have to pull down. Yep. We didn't have it down quite all the way because we have to leave it open a little bit so that we can run around the booth, lock it, et cetera. And there was a group of men that came up and started slamming into the door, screaming again, the same beautiful language that we love to hear. And oh then they started trying to lift the door back up while we were inside it. And so one of our staffers went and said, no, 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 we're closing. Stop doing that and try to shut the door. They tried to do it again. And then I kind of ran around the side to peer out to see who was in front. And I said, you know, excuse me, gentlemen, we are closing for the evening. Hope you enjoy the fair. We'll be open tomorrow at nine. And then there was another gentleman standing right there who was on kind of our porch, wouldn't leave. And I had asked him to leave and told him we were closing. He'd be welcome back tomorrow. And then he kind of started yelling at me, and I went back down our walkway to the backyard. He kept yelling, and I said, at that point, we have to call 911. Wow. And and this is, and by the way, I, I have to say, this is the sort of behavior I have seen before, but it's it's kind of new for the Minnesota State Fair. I mean, we've had we've had quite a few uh, episodes of people yelling things up at the stage during our various broadcasts from the State Fair. Never anyone getting physical, and of course. It seems almost inevitable that, as, as I recall from your, your press release, uh, it was you and two other young women uh, closing up the fair booth, and you were assailed by a number of, well, men from the sound of it here. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just the, the, the expression of this, this, I don't know, toxic, progressive, quote, masculinity, end quote, is fairly typical. They do love to attack people that they know they can physically intimidate. Kind of ironic coming from the woke party, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. And, you know, it's it's very discouraging because as you said, the state fair is supposed to be a place where people kind of celebrate the end of summer, the start of fall. It's a great chance for local businesses to be lifted up, right? And we're seeing innovative food products. It's just a time to have fun. And that's the one place you should be able to go in Minnesota where you shouldn't expect to be on the receiving end of, you know, hate speech or violence or negativity or assault. And it's very discouraging because it's only the third day at a fair, and this has been going on since the first day. I mean, I went into the DFL booth the very first day, and the DFL staffers or volunteers, I'm not sure which they were, they were so incredibly rude and condescending and belittling to me, snickering behind my back, saying, ooh, it's that disgusting GOP chair, you know, please leave our booth. Ken Martin, the chair of the DFL, comes to our booth every year, and no one on our staff or our volunteers ever treats him that way. It's just the opposite. We shake his hand. We welcome him in. I've taken photos with him before. So it's just the behavior is appalling. And, again, it's all politically motivated. So we should be honest with ourselves. The party of hate is the party on the left. 
Absolutely. Berg's seventh law in full effect here whenever they, they whenever they talk about the hate on the right. It's usually to draw attention away from uh, the, the moat in their own eye or the beam in their own, whatever, moat beam, whatever. Anyway, uh, Jennifer Carnahan, uh, what do you have to say to, to volunteers and other Republicans who are looking to come out to the fair uh, who might be dissuaded by this uh, by this episode last night? Yeah, well, our our biggest priority is the safety and security of our staff, our volunteers, the fairgoers that are in our booth. We want people to come in and be excited and energized and be able to talk to other like-minded individuals and to take their photos and buy the great merchandise that we have that supports our president and our Republicans for 2020 and beyond. And so I have taken the safety and security very seriously. You know, a police report was filed um, by the individual that was sexually assaulted last night. So that's been done. I have had a chance to directly speak with the chief of police of the state fair. He came to our booth this morning and spoke with us. And we are hiring um, his staff to be at our booth for every day at the fair moving forward from the time our booth is open to the time we close, just to be on hand in case, you know, any other disruptive people walk in, then our volunteers don't have to be put in a precarious position. We've got someone there that can manage it. And um, we've put out some protocols via email and alerted all of our CD and BPOU leaders as to kind of do's and don'ts and just best practices so that we make sure that everybody is safe and can have a great time. You know, you might just have to reel in another six foot five, 250 pound volunteer. I'll have my people call your people. Jennifer Carnahan, we got about 15 or 20 seconds here right now. I, I think this is a symbol of the, the sort of overreach that I told the listeners to expect after 2018. They get power, they run with it, they get arrogant, they get entitled. This is the sort of thing you see in a one party city like St. Paul. Jennifer Carnahan, thanks for coming on with us at short notice. Uh, we'll, we'll have to talk to you about this soon. We'll be out the fair again soon. Thank you very much. Take care. You too. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, Minnesota State uh, Party, uh, Republican Party Chairwoman Jennifer Carnahan joining us here. Thank you very much. We'll come back to Tony Soprano-style trash collection when we come back on the Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. Grab a cup of coffee and help Gallagher's Army at Lucky Station. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. You know Gallagher's Army provides financial assistance to the families of fallen officers when they need it most, as soon as a tragedy occurs. When you buy a cup of coffee at any Lucky's Station convenience store, they're going to make a donation to Gallagher's Army, the Fallen Officer Fund. There's a Lucky's Station store in every corner of the metro. Find them online at luckysstations.com. That's luckys with an S, stations with an S.com. Cups for cops from Lucky's Stations. Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, they may even stay for a year or so. And then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day. For their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best nineteen ninety-five you will have spent. That's the quick start. ReliefFactor.com. 
When the work gets tough, it's time to get tougher boots. At Chet's Shoes, we're proud to carry Keen Utilities' line of innovative, performance-driven safety footwear. These shoes and boots have the safety features, comfort, and fit to keep you moving throughout your workday and beyond. And with a variety of treads, constructions, safety toes, and safety features, you're sure to find the boot to fit your line of work. Come into Chet's Shoes and try on the latest Keen Utility styles and get the footwear that fits you better. No matter your trade, Chet's Shoes and Keen Utility have you covered. Well, here we are again, and i got to tell you, Jim, this match has me really concerned. Here we have a powerful heavyweight, a train, weighing in at 6,000 tons, and this hasty lightweight challenger, a car, at just one and a half tons? This does not bode well for the car, or the people in it. It's no contest. Every day, people are injured or killed trying to beat a train at rail crossings. See tracks, think train. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Right now, Blue Ox Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune-up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune-up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox no-breakdown guarantee. Log on to GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.